Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we are going to talk about the Lumberjack Jaunt. It's coming up this weekend. Our guests today are from the uh, Brainerd Nordic Ski Club. Heather Baird is the president of the Brainerd Nordic Ski Club. And Owen Baird is the race director for the Lumberjack Jaunt. Folks, welcome to Community Focus. Thanks, Ken. Thank you. Uh, Heather, last time we had you here, you were doing the ski swap. Uh, I trust that went well. (laughs) That did. That went extremely well this year. We had um, the downhill from Ski Gull with us this year. And so we had lines out the door. Um, We're going to, if we continue to do that, we're going to have to add more staff for checkout. (laughs) And it it was a huge success this year. So it was great. That's awesome. Now, um, before we talk about the race, uh, I know you also, through the Brandy Nordic Ski Club, offer ski lessons to kids, and there's a lot going on. Now, is some of that still happening this time of the yes, year? Yes, it is. So we are currently underway with our youth ski program that meets on Sunday. We have 83 kids signed up this year, which wow. is overwhelming. That's great. Yes, we've actually run out of equipment for the first time. So um, it's been a huge success. You know, it was cold yesterday, but those kids came out, and they skied, and they have a good time. Mm-hmm. That'll run through the early, early March um, March 3rd, I think, is our last lesson. And then we also have adult lessons, which we canceled yesterday because of the cold. But we are going to hold those February 10th at 2 o'clock at the Northland Arboretum. So go to the Brainerd Nordic Ski Club website if you're interested in, in adult lessons. Again, okay. February 10th for that. Hmm. Okay. And uh, should we have our own equipment if we want to participate yes. in something yep. like that? Yep, bring your own equipment. Yep, and we're going to hopefully teach skate lessons and classic lessons. So Yeah. Um, I don't know if I asked you last time, but how many members do you have for the Brainerd Nordic Ski Club? We currently have about 75 members. So, um, you know, everyone seems to wait till the first snowfall, but, you know, and and membership keeps trickling (laughs) in. I know now we keep getting snow. But, yeah, we run usually between 75 to 100 members, and we're really grateful for our membership because that's how we buy equipment and and keep things going. The grant and aid really does the grooming, pays for the grooming, and, and helps with that through the state. But... We really, when we buy equipment and do other things, it's really our membership that that pays for the rest of the stuff. Mm -hmm. And even though the state helps pay for the grooming, don't your volunteers actually do (laughs) the uh, hard work? Yes, we do the trail maintenance, the trail clearing, the mowing, all everything that goes into maintaining those three trail systems. Again, those are Forest View Middle School, the Northland Arboretum, and French Rapids. So. A lot. <laughs> and, and quickly remind us of your website too, so people can find. So out it's more. the Brainerd Nordic Ski Club dot com, okay. and um, yeah, if you just Google that, you'll, uh, that should pop up, and everything's on there from the race this weekend to adult ski lessons. We also have. We've been trying to have a Wednesday night ski social. So you show up at the ARB, someone's in there with hot cocoa and cookies or treats. You go for a ski, you come in, you warm up, you meet some other local skiers. So Wednesday That's nights, cool. five to seven p.m. at the ARB, and and uh, we also did a moonlight ski. So it was cold. We didn't have many people show up, but we're going to try to do monthly moonlight skis, too. So check the website for those details. Do you have to be a member of the ARB to take part in that Wednesday night? You do not okay. because the ARB's, the system at the ARB is a grant and aid. And so if, as long as you have a Minnesota ski pass, okay. you can come. You know, we the ARB is really kind of a cooperator with us, with the ski sure. club. You know, mm-hmm. And they want to see more members, too. So sure. they'd love to have people just come and hang out, see what the Arboretum is all about. But you mm-hmm. really only need a Minnesota ski pass to ski at the Arboretum this time of year. Okay. I believe you. You can get those online. You correct? can, yeah. yes. Yeah. So very good. All right. Well, uh, Owen, what year is this? The Lumberjack Jaunt has mm. been a ski race that I remember forever. Oh yeah. So it's it's one of the oldest 
ski races in Minnesota. It started in 1975, and it's been canceled a few years, but it's, wow. you know, we, it's been tried to have it every year since. And I think, you know, I wasn't around here back then, but they, they used to run an old golf course that's behind Fleet Farm, and, and it's moved over to the Arboretum now. But, uh, yeah, so it's it's one of the – there used to be a lot more of these kind of smaller community races, and they've kind of gone away. Like some of the biggest races, like the American Berkebiner, keep getting bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. and then some of these small races have kind of gotten small. Right. Smaller and smaller, and some have even gone away. But this one, we we keep keep going. So, and your numbers continue to be strong for this. Yeah, we they? we. I, th- I was just looking last year. We had uh, over seventy five people between the adult races and the kids races. Cool. You know, and so for for a little local race, it's not not too bad. Yeah. So hopefully, we get get some good numbers again this year. Yeah. Well, we got the snow for it. <laughs> yes, yes, good conditions, and it looks like it's going to warm up. Yeah, right in time weekend. for the for the weekend for mm-hmm. the races, so that that looks good. All right, so let's talk about it. Uh, there are, I would imagine, age groups, divisions, kids yeah, races, so adults. The, Tell us the, about the, the the main two races. Is we have a uh, six or sixteen kilometer races, and uh, that's about three and a half and ten miles in, in miles. And then you can do do the race in either skating. Uh, or freestyle technique, which is more like ice skating, or yeah. the classic technique where you're striding in the tracks and, and double pulling using kick wax in your skis. So there's basically four different races you can choose from between the two distances and the two techniques. In addition to those kind of adult, uh, older kids to adult races, we have some short kids races for as kids as, as old enough who could just ski uh, 100 yards or so um, up to maybe a couple kilometers, usually break the kids up into about three categories and and so the four-year-olds aren't racing the the 10-year-old sort of thing but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah so those will be uh those will be held a little bit after probably about one o'clock for the the short kids races and those are free so you just have to let us know that you're coming or even just show up the mm-hmm. day of and um and have those and then for the the um the main races start at 11 with a classic technique races here on on sunday and then just 10 minutes later we'll start the ski races all right is there a fee to take part in the lumberjack jaunt yes there is it's um you can register online ahead Mm -hmm. of time and and um or at the arboretum and it's uh, i believe thirty dollars and then a little cheaper if you're 18 and under and that'll be 35 day of race um if you show up and you can still sign up day of race so we'll open registration at nine it'll be in the arboretum building and then, like I said, the, the racing gets going at 11. And it looks like we won't have to delay the start or anything <laughs> this year because it looks like quite a bit warmer this weekend. It'll be a lot warmer than it's going to be here yeah. the next few days. So Yeah, absolutely. Are there uh, prizes up for grabs yeah, or yeah, bragging well, rights? Yeah. Or what are we well, racing so, for? Of course, there's always the bragging rights. But we will have a, a, um, the top three in each division for men and women, Skate Classic, the distances. The top three will get to choose from a prize table. And there's various things from local merchants. Um, as well as a commemorative axe for the a small axe, more like a hatchet, but uh, for the winner of each race. And we've got um, some prizes, so there'll be a prize table. And then after we go through the top three, get to pick off the prize table, will be some gift certificates from, from some ski shops like Revolution Ski and Cycle down in St. Cloud and Gear West down in the cities, um, as well as stuff from like Roundhouse Brewery and Jack Prime Brewery. So and then after we we do the top three, whatever's left, which will be quite a bit left, we'll raffle off to everyone else there, and oh, cool. it's a good chance if you're if you're there, you'll be able to get a raffle prize. I know two years ago, I think we had more prizes than people, so we ran out of drawing tickets, and uh, we still had a few things left. So if you didn't get a prize, it's because you didn't stick around that, day, <laughs> that year. I don't know. It depends on how many people show up exactly, but. Um, yeah, I just like to to thank some of the sponsors for that race, including Roundhouse sure. Brewery, Essentia Health. 
Lakes Dental Care, Revolution Ski and Cycle, Martin Sports Shop up in Nisswa, Gear West, which is a ski shop down the cities, Lakes Printing, uh, Matsu Midwest, Jack Pine Brewery, Don DeLinger Auto, Prairie Bay, Takedown Gym, and or, yeah, and uh, Brainerd Ace Hardware, all sponsors, as well as particularly our timing company, Karma Race Management. It's a local race timing company. Mm-hmm. And they, I, you know, I organize the race, but I actually kind of like to do the race. And so by having the Karma Race Management do the timing, I can actually hop in the race, just make there sure everything's <laughs> organized ahead of time, and then they take care of the timing, and they use... Chip timings, so there's a little chip in the, in your race number with a electronic reader on the finish line. So basically, as soon as you finish, it calculates your time, and it actually goes up online like as people finish. So we usually That's have fun. a computer down in the ARB like having live results so people that are in there watching can see the results pop pop right oh, up down there cool. too. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So do you draw skiers from all over central Minnesota for a race Yeah, like I'd this? say particularly, the you know, it's kind of a small race, so – Skiers are definitely from the Brainerd area and then particularly kind of to the north and west because there's not a lot of races that direction. Mm-hmm. Where people in Duluth, there's often races in Duluth. Or then there will also be the City Lakes Lopet. It's a pretty big race going on the same weekend. So a lot of the Metro people will stay down there and do that. But, um, you know, it's sort of a – snow. Yeah. So, well, they got some snow, I think, today. Oh, yeah. But, uh, um, I mean, sort of a good thing or a bad thing about the Midwest. There are a bunch of different races to choose from. So any weekend we try to have the race, there's always some other races going sure. on. So yeah. we were thinking of having it this past weekend. It would have been a little cold, but but would have been doable. But I think the, the weather's going to be even nicer this coming weekend. So we usually have it. We kind of move the race around some years, but usually that late late January, early February, depending on how it kind of stacks up against other races and and availability of, of people to do it. But Sure. All right. So uh, lunch, I understand, is included, too, with yes. the price of your uh, entry yes. fee, yep. right? Yes, you'll get a, for the, the adult races, you'll get a, a lunch included with the entry. And then if, if uh, you Is that get... from Prairie Bay? No, it's actually from Mike's Catering. Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. So he's done it the last couple of years, and mm-hmm. so we like to kind of move things around. And, and you know, this is really a big community. You can see the, yeah. the sponsorship. And so, yeah. you know, it's kind of nice to give everybody a chance to chip in, and, and we certainly appreciate the sponsorship, so... So Mike's done it the last couple of years. Cool. So, all right, it's a good lunch. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, my question would be: Do you get some pretty good skiers and your average wreck skiers that all participate? Oh yeah, in this? yeah. There's there's definitely quite a range of of skiers. You'll get some of the the top citizen racers from the area doing it. <clears throat> excuse me, as well as. Uh, some people do the race for the first time, or maybe that's the only race they do all year. So, you know, it's a pretty low-key event. It's not like the American Burka Biner. you got to park in a remote lot and take a bus to the start, <laughs> and then you got to put your clothes in a bag, and they got to take the bag because it's a point-to-point. But this race, you can, you know, just show right up to the finish, to the start line five minutes before your start and find a spot right in the line. You can leave your clothes right there, and so they're right there when you finish. So, it's cool. you know, it's a good if you only do one or one race a year or your first race. You know, it's definitely for that. But if you're, uh, you know, an expert racer and want to tune up for some of the bigger races coming up next month, it's a good one for that, too. So, yeah. So it's quite a wide range of people. And are spectators welcome for something like this? Yeah. You know, we don't often have a lot of spectators at ski races besides immediate family. But, but yeah, you're welcome to come and watch. We'll be starting out in the the field at the Arboretum. And you can ski or walk out to there. Or the the start comes right by the Arboretum parking lot. So if you want to watch but not get too far from your car, you can watch them come by the uh the the longer 16k race does two laps and then the the 6k does one shortened lap for the yeah. race yeah 
Well, there, it's, it appears that there are a lot of people that really enjoy Nordic skiing here in the Lakes area. I know it's a great exercise and a great way to get outside in the winter. It is, yeah. And even more of, you know, our youth program, I think, is even drawing more adults. You know, they, the kids sign up and then the parents go buy skis and they try it. And so we really try to have most of our youth participants do it. And I encourage the parents to just come have a fun ski. Then it doesn't have to be a race. Yeah. yeah. Just come get some lunch and hang out with other skiers. So Yeah. Cool. And uh, we're kind of blessed in this area to have three uh, main areas to ski, are we not? We or is are. there more, actually? We are. Actually, there's more because the county currently grooms Larson Lake, which is another grant need through the county. And then they also, the county grooms Wolf Lake. They don't get grant need funds from the state to do that, but they Larson Lake and Wolf Lake are also. So we actually have five. Wow. And then I've heard that some of the resorts also groom a little bit, like Grand View and some of the other places, Gull Lake. I don't ski up that way, but I've heard that people go up there and ski. So mm-hmm. we are pretty blessed to have a lot of, you know, yeah, really there's, great. There's an expanded trail system in Cross Lake area now, too. Correct. Oh, Correct. Wow. 20 kilometers, I hear, up there. So Yeah, <laughs> and not many are lighted, but we have that going for us, too, at the we Arb, We do, right? yes. The Northland Arboretum, I forget how many kilometers are lighted. It's about four or five, so about half the trails is lighted. And that's, you know, lights are on generally from dusk. I think they actually come on now like around 4.30, even though we're, <laughs> we've, got, we've gained some daylight, and then they go off at 10 p.m. And so mm-hmm. um, usually it's pretty cold at 10 p.m., but you can ski in the evening. It's actually, actually beautiful to get out and ski under the yeah. light and, and moonlight if we can do some more moonlight skis. That'd be fun. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, whether we want to sign up for the race or find out more about how we can get involved in Nordic skiing, we should go to BrainerdNordicSkiClub.com. That's correct. And uh, get signed up and find out more about uh, all the opportunities for Nordic skiing here in the Lakes area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else we can add about the race other than invite people to be there? Yeah. Come out and come and watch it or, or participate. You know, if you've never done a race before but you're interested, it's a good one for a first race. And, uh, pretty low-key event so don't be too intimidated (laughs) very good yeah let's come out and have some fun very good winners are long you got to do something in the (laughs) that's right amen take advantage of it yeah all right well we thank you for being here today and good luck this weekend thank you thank you all right our guests today heather barrett is the uh, president of the brainerd nordic ski club and owen barrett is the race director for the lumberjack jaunt coming up on sunday Again, to find out more, go to BrainerdNordicSkiClub.com. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, Community Focus, available anytime, simply by going to our website at 1067WJJY.com.